Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Happy holidays and welcome into this episode of The History Of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one home for sports podcasts. I'm your host, Wolfie Tash. Christmas Day. It's a time for opening presents, spending time with your family, and of course, basketball, right? Yeah, that's right. Basketball on Christmas Day is as much of a tradition as kissing someone under the mistletoe. So, how did the NBA on Christmas become a regular thing? This is the history of the NBA on Christmas Day. In 1947, just one year after being created, the NBA decided they would play a game on Christmas Day. The game would feature a matchup between the New York Knicks and the Providence Steamrollers, and the Knicks would send their fans home happy with an 89-75 win that night. After the success of the first NBA on Christmas game, the league decided they would make it a regular tradition and try to play every Christmas. For the first 20 years or so, with Christmas Day games being a thing, the league specifically made matchups between teams who were in close proximity to each other, so that way the teams could cut down on the amount of Christmas travel and allow players, coaches, and other league personnel extra time to spend with their families. So, the NBA was different from most other leagues, as they were the only professional sports league to have their teams play on Christmas. The MLB is in its off-season during the Christmas holiday, the NFL only plays on Christmas if it falls on a Sunday or a Monday, and the NHL does not allow its players to play over Christmas due to a, an agreement between the NHL Player Association and the league. So, other than the couple college basketball games and possibly a low and bowl game, the NBA is the only professional sports franchise to be playing on Christmas Day, and they dominate Christmas Day, just like football dominates Thanksgiving or how baseball dominates the 4th of July. As the league continued its traditions into the 1980s, the game's popularity began to rise, and the NBA decided they were going to take some more advantage of their newfound popularity and begin to schedule better matchups on Christmas Day in order to showcase the best talent that the league had to show. That decision that the NBA made was starting to pay off quickly for them. In 1984, Bernard King set a Christmas Day record by scoring 60 points in a New York Knicks win. Then, just a year later, number one overall pick Patrick Ewing helped the Knicks mount a 25-point comeback in order to upset the defending champion Boston Celtics. Then, a year later, Ewing hit a buzzer beater to send home Michael Jordan with a lump of coal in his stocking as the Knicks picked up their third straight Christmas Day win in dramatic fashion. In the 1990s, the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks were featured on Christmas Day at least once in each year of the decade. The most memorable of those games being in 1994 when Scottie Pippen delivered a game-winning block as time expired to send the Knicks home sad. The 2000s saw the NBA shift from just putting their best matchups on the court for Christmas Day to now putting their best and most interesting matchups on the holiday. In 2004, just a year removed from going to their fourth consecutive finals together, Kobe and Shaq faced off for their first time as rivals on Christmas Day as Kobe's Lakers took on Shaq's Heat. Kobe scored a game-high 42 points. However, Shaq and D-Wade stole the show in an overtime win. Now, the game was good, but the anticipation and the buildup for this matchup was even better because 
knowing that these two historic figures were going to have their first matchup against each other on Christmas Day of all days kind of got the NBA super hyped about Christmas Day matchups. And from there, it kind of just continued to build. Now, while the Lakers may have lost in 4 to the Heat, Kobe would get his revenge five years later in 2009, hitting one of the most iconic buzzer beaters of his career, a deep three-pointer off the bank to beat the Heat on Christmas night. This year, the NBA plans to showcase five matchups spread across Christmas Day to keep fans watching all day and night. The day starts at 9 a.m. West Coast time with Celtics versus Raptors, followed by 76ers versus Bucks, then Rockets vs. Warriors, followed by, in my opinion, the game of the night as the Clippers take on the Lakers, and capped off with the Pelicans taking on the Nuggets. Each game has its own specific storyline and was chosen for a reason at the start of the year to be the game that would be played on Christmas Day. Let's start with Game 1, Celtics-Raptors. Now, normally the NBA has had the defending champions take on the, their previous year's challengers. However, with the Warriors losing Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry being out with a broken hand, the league chose to put the Raptors up against one of the other top teams in their conference. Funny enough, as of today, these two teams have very similar records, and if the playoffs were to start today, this would be a first-round matchup. My opinion, I think the Raptors pull out a win at home, but it'll probably be the closest game of the day. Game 2 will feature reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo and the top-seeded Bucks taking on the 76ers. The matchup in this one will be the Joel Embiid versus Giannis Antetokounmpo matchup, and fans will be waiting for this one, as these are two of the best big men in the game going one-on-one -on -one against each other, and both their teams are currently sitting in the top three positions in the East. I think the Bucks will go into Philly and get another Christmas Day win, led by the MVP himself, and he'll make it a decisive victory. Coming into this year, Game 3 of the night might have actually been the Game of the Night, on paper just looking at the two teams. However, the Warriors lost Kevin Durant in free agency, Steph Curry to a broken hand, and Klay Thompson is still recovering from a torn ACL, and the 2019 Warriors do not look anything like the Warriors of the past five years. And they're going to be taking on the best score in the NBA in James Harden, the triple-double machine in Russell Westbrook, and a revamped Rockets team who is still looking for revenge for that 2017 Western Conference Finals loss. Houston will go into Golden State, win easily, behind, oh, I don't know, like 35 from Harden and probably a triple-double from Westbrook. They're going to dominate the Warriors and try to embarrass them after all the punishment the Warriors have dished out the last five years. And that brings me to game number four of the night. It pairs two of the top three teams in all of the NBA up against each other, and will feature four of the NBA's top 10 preseason players of the year on that game. The new look Lakers will take their record 33 Christmas Day wins into this game, led by MVP frontrunners LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and they'll match up against last year's finals MVP Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and the new look LA Clippers. Now, these two teams played on opening night, and I think just like on opening night, the Clippers are going to pull away with the win at the end of the day. And finally, to cap off the night, they'll put last year's number one seed in the West, the Denver Nuggets, up against the young upstart Pelicans. Now, the Pelicans are a completely different team than they were last year. They traded away Anthony Davis and lucked out with the number one overall pick in Zion Williamson. Because of this, the league decided to schedule the Pelicans on 22 nationally televised games. 
I think they were on maybe two all of last year. And most of the hype was due to Zion. However, he still hasn't played once this year. And to be quite frank, I don't think he's going to be returning by next week. So look for the Nuggets to win this one pretty easily. So this Christmas, be sure to spend plenty of time with your friends, family, eats lots of sweets, and don't miss out on any of the great NBA games on TV. And remember while you're watching them, these players might have to be away from their friends and family, but to the NBA players, this is one of the highest honors you can receive in the league to be asked to play on Christmas Day, and a lot of them don't take it for granted. Thank you all so much for listening today. Be sure to check out the next episode of The History Of coming in the next decade. Hey, you see what I did there? No, but this will be our last podcast for the year, and just want to thank all of you who are out there and who listen to us constantly and support us. We want to thank you from the bottom of our heart. You're the people we do this for every other week, so look out for more great content coming in 2020. I'm Wolfie Tash, and you've been listening to The History Of on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one home for sports podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.